Welcome to Closing the Books, a podcast by IC System, your trusted subject matter expert for debt collection solutions. Join us as we discuss the biggest trends and topics in debt collection and explore account recoveries in an uncertain future. Hello and welcome to Closing the Books, a podcast from the collection industry experts at IC System. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode of the show. Now, today I'm joined by two subject matter experts as we discuss how utilities can emerge from COVID-19 and decrease their accounts receivable. It's a big question these days, and joining me now to discuss it is Karen Jonas, Senior Vice President for Business Development at IC System. Karen, thank you so much for joining me. Yes, thank you for having me. Appreciate that. You got it. Welcome back to the podcast. We are happy to have you. And also joining us today here on the podcast is Eric Port. He's a recovery manager for Debt Next. Eric, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Tyler. Appreciate being here. Well, we are thrilled to have uh, both of you on the show today. And so uh, just to get things kicked off here, Eric, uh, give us an idea of the the current state of accounts receivable for utility companies, uh, just given what we've seen over the last year with COVID-19 and so many of the different things that have been going on. What's the state of the industry right now from your perspective? Yeah, definitely, Tyler. Great question. I think what we're seeing now is, you know, a lot more uh, utilities are starting to regain focus on their uh, write-off collections again. Um, a year ago, you know, as we know it with the pandemic, what we saw is a lot of utility companies, um, they stopped disconnects. They also, in some cases, stopped the downstream recovery of delinquent accounts. So what we're starting to see right now is, uh, again, a refocus on recoveries. Um, we've also seen a shift in the type of recoveries, more of a digital type uh, collection style, utilizing email and text communication given the fact that many people, you know, have their their phones with them today and are using email uh, more widely than, you know, going to the mailbox and, and getting a demand letter. So we've seen a change in the recovery landscape when it comes to digital communications. But overall, you know, I think we're at a point now where we're starting to see an uptick in recoveries. Um, and again, going into the year, we'll see how it plays out. But um, a lot of different directions that things could go. But But for now, I think things are headed in the right direction. Karen, what are your thoughts on uh, just where we are right now uh, with uh, with utility companies? Yeah, right now they're, you know, last year they really couldn't write off or disconnect any accounts at that point, um, just due to the fact of the state of emergency or moratoriums. So they're seeing their accounts receivable increase. And so now going into 2021, they are definitely trying to mitigate those write-offs. Um, so, you know, they're a little concerned about that. So they're just making sure that as they send accounts to the collection agency, that we'll be able to return as much money as possible um, during, you know, this year for them. So Eric, how have you seen productivity change during COVID? Uh, obviously, this has been um, a year and a year plus, honestly, uh, that we haven't seen before. So how have you seen product- productivity change during this time? Yeah, for starters, I think what we're seeing is, you know, obvious, the obvious more people are uh, working from home. So with that, I think, you know, in the beginning, it, it was a bit challenging um, when you're looking at receivables management and a lot of you know, big companies have internal projects going on that affect their downstream recovery. So the biggest thing I think is just the, from a productivity standpoint, just the shift in uh, the remote uh, work life as opposed to going into the office. Uh, I think Karen mentioned it too. 
you know, the other thing we've seen with utility companies is that, you know, they stopped rolling trucks out to disconnect. So, you know, that was another thing we saw, saw with the pandemic. Um, outside of that, you know, the downstream agencies um, ceasing collections. Many times the utilities, you know, wanted to stop collections you know, in, in the onset of the pandemic. So Karen could probably speak to that as well. But, you know, that was another uh, change, you know, on the agency side. Obviously, you're not getting the forward flow of accounts. So um, then you regain focus on the inventory that you have. Um, from a productivity standpoint, I would think the agencies probably uh, shift the gears on their part, knowing that. But, you know, overall, I think, uh, you know, that's, that's, you know, what we've seen from a productivity standpoint on our side. Karen, any thoughts you want to add to uh, to Eric's comments about uh, productivity uh, during COVID-19? Yeah, you know, one thing is we had to remove or have our collectors deploy all the way, you know, working remotely within three days. And so that was really quick for us. Normally that would take like over a year to do something like that. So because we had clients that we had to service and through the COVID, you know, our productivity definitely has increased with our collectors working from home without ever having those distractions of being in the office, taking too long of breaks. Now they're at home. And so they want to get back to, to work. And, um, and of course, now with uh, this COVID, with the stimulus checks that we're seeing, that has increased collections, but also increased our inbounds. And so a lot of people, the consumers are paying off their past due accounts through uh, this COVID with the stimulus checks that they're receiving. That's a great point, um, actually. And I'm glad you brought that up, Karen. And Eric, I wanted to follow up just by asking how you're seeing clients handling your AR process now. What what does that look like? And, and uh, I suppose, has that changed over the course of, uh, of COVID? Definitely, Tyler. I think from our standpoint, what we've seen is a, uh, a shift in focus on active recoveries, you know, versus the write-off and how can, you know, each of our clients um, collect sooner than later you know, mitigating the risk of an account, you know, going into to write-off recovery. So I think we've seen a big shift in just the um, overall, you know, recovery scheme for each of the clients uh, from write-off to active, but also focusing on the active inventory to Karen's point with the stimulus checks and, you know, the, the reshift of finances on consumers. You know, what we're seeing here is pay down of, you know, old debt that we haven't seen you know, in, in recent times. So, but again, upfront, I think we're looking at a shift in, in recoveries more focused on the active accounts because of the uh, suspension of disconnects. You know, you do have a case now where, you know, some utilities have not uh, started disconnecting again. So you have a backup and this backup is a dam waiting to, to burst. When that happens, you know, the downstream agencies, you know, should be prepared for that. But I think a lot of the clients are are understanding that, you know, disconnects haven't been happening, arrears are piling up, you know, how do we tackle that before it becomes even a bigger problem downstream? Kieran, what about for you? How are you seeing your clients handling uh, your AR process now? Yeah, you know, it's one thing they're just really right now, if they're able to disconnect, they have been starting to. um, But some of our clients are waiting for the state of emergency to end or the moratorium. So once that ends, you know, they're really nervous about what those write-offs will look like. And as Eric was talking about, they're really looking at their active inventory to see 
what can the collection agency help them with? So is it more like a first party approach or is it a pre-collect before it actually gets uh, written off and into primary? So they're really trying to take a look at that to mitigate those write-offs. And then we still have some clients that have accounts paused. They haven't let us um, do any collections on those accounts. We're taking inbounds, but they're not sending us any forward flow accounts just due to COVID and concerns of customer complaints. So I know those uh, clients are definitely taking a look at their AR and seeing you know, how long can they go without any collection efforts on these particular accounts with um, out having their write-offs be very large by the end of this year. So, you know, we're here to help and, you know, definitely taking a look at those active accounts. So, Eric, in that in that vein, how are you managing your, your agencies, their numbers, scorecards, performance, things like that? Uh, how do you go about kind of looking at all of these things? Yeah, it's a great question, Tyler. This is always... Um, this is always a subject that that comes up um, not only with the agencies but the clients and how to best manage performance. And you know, there's really two ways you look at performance. The first way is the paydown of inventory over time, and you know, the importance of that is really understanding you know what percent of inventory is paid down over time. You look at this year over year by month, um, and obviously, you've got different geographic regions within recoveries. So. You know, one would assume that if you take the month of, let's say, February, March, for example, you know, we're on the cusp of tax season. But that is uh, that you look at year over year by month and you look at those months, you know, year over year. Now, that really is a reflection of the downstream pool performance. Other metric we look at, too, are the batch tracks or what we, we term as pools. Um, on each of the client systems. And the pool really represents a batch track of accounts. You've got 12 pools throughout the year. Each of those pools are at a different point in their recovery life cycle. So going back to the, the pay down of inventory, each of those pools in their life cycle, if we take you know the reporting month of, again, using February or March, those pools will be at different points. But what's important is that how much money is recovered from each of those pools at a given point in time. And so, you know, as time goes on, we look at those two things um, and really, you know, each of those pools has an objective set to it, which, you know, historically there is a recovery trend um, that each of those pools hits throughout uh, each recovery month. So we look at those two metrics. Um, the other thing we look at too is the work effort that takes place behind the account. So you've got your demand letter that's sent out, you know, you're establishing contact with the customer eventually you get them into a payment plan. So what percent of accounts fall within each of those categories really gives some good insight into how well that pool is performing. And you know if we have to dive a little bit deeper into those to figure out um, how to recover more. So Eric, just to give us a little bit more background on DebtNext. What does DebtNext provide to help the clients uh, achieve their numbers and kind of um, hit these things that, that, that you're talking about as you, as you talk about how you're managing and how you're gauging success and that sort of thing? Um, what do you provide that, to, to help them in, in that regard? Yeah, great question, Tyler. So as you know, DebtNext is a middleware solution. Um, we fit between the client billing system and the downstream collection agency, and the platform really provides that transparency that clients need and agencies like to to manage their receivables. So it's an even playing field across the board. Um, our clients take advantage of the placement scorecard reporting 
uh, that's on the platform, again, goes into pool performance. Um, you've got the ability to create a champion challenger environment. Um, you also you know, have the ability to, to track work effort with that scorecard. So um, the other feature that our clients take advantage of is the debt next decision engine. Uh, the decision engine is really about getting the right account to the right agency at the right time. Uh, with the decision engine, you also have built-in recovery optimization, which takes into consideration uh, AI and machine learning to optimize recovery. So the system is really thinking uh, for the client on the best recovery strategy to make sure that you know not only are you maximizing recoveries, you know, you're also reducing cost and you know at that being pro- uh, productive as well. So, Karen, from your perspective, just uh, working with Detnex, what does that look like on the on the IC system side, and and how does that help uh, IC system when it comes to to finding success in this in this area? Yeah, one thing you know, IC system loves about Detnex is um, we can see their scorecards; they're available, so we know how we're sitting against our competition. And then we can also see which batch needs attention to make sure that we can make sure that we're winning that batch. And, um, you know, also we're always looking to try to win more market share. So gaining more accounts once you're winning on that scorecard. So it really does help to see those scorecards um, to make sure that you can drive that performance. And it really helps the clients too, because it is driving performance by having those scorecards. And then, you know, another thing that we also like is the invoicing on the client service side is really easy through deck next. So that definitely helps as, as a uh, month end happens too. Absolutely. So uh, Eric, what other changes have you seen in, in COVID-19? Obviously this has disrupted so many different aspects of every industry really around the world, but, but what other changes have you seen as a result of this? Yeah, I think so. You know, mentioned earlier, the biggest thing obviously is around the active collections um, but also, you know, all, all of the all of our client base is is really you know sharpening the saw around write off collections and you know outsourcing um, a lot of work um, on their end. So you know, I think um, internally, you know, what we've seen is is a lot of you know clients really looking for guidance around areas, um, understanding maybe you know the analytics that the platform. Uh, provide. So a lot of clients are looking for advanced analytics, ways to optimize recoveries. And in some cases, you know, even looking to us to for recovery management, you know, expertise. So, you know, we've seen a lot of that um, over the past year or so, in addition to, you know, changes in the industry, I know, you know, um, there's current changes coming down, down the pipe around, you know, validation notices, you know, managing call volume. So there's a lot of different things that um, the platform um, is being enhanced to accommodate those needs. So, um, again, I think you know, all in all, it's uh, it's been very uh, busy uh, on our front, but we've seen a lot of uh, engagement from the clients and downstream agencies too. At that, Karen, from your perspective, what else has changed kind of during this time, and what other changes have you seen? Um, I guess as a result of COVID nineteen disrupting things once again. Yeah, for the utility world, they're just trying to mitigate their write-offs and uh, making sure that they can start disconnecting again. And, you know, what does the future, you know, what what does it look like for the collectors? I think they're going to still be remote um, or they might be back in the office or like a little bit of hybrid. And other changes through COVID um, was those stimulus checks that we 
received that the consumers have received because that was a game changer in the collection world. A lot of um, the consumers paid off their past due accounts. And so during that time, we've seen like a 15% lift through those stimulus checks back in 2020. And so that definitely has helped our clients. We returned money, more money to them through in 2020. So that was really helpful as well. So Eric, as we begin to look ahead towards 2021 and thankfully putting 2020 in the rearview mirror, what does 2021 look like for you? What does it look like moving forward and how do we continue to take steps forward into the future? Yeah, definitely, Tyler. So the changes we've seen on our end, again, mentioned this earlier, but a lot of clients are looking at active account collections. So again, chasing uh, the debt further up the stream before it even goes to final bill or write-off. So um, that's one area uh, of change that we've seen. Also, two bankruptcies. Bankruptcies is another hot topic, you know, in the industry. You know, I think you know, looking at uh, year over year, where we were at last year, um, a lot of things were on hold. So as we come out of the pandemic here, I think we're going to start to see um, an uptick uh, on bankruptcies, and you know, overall, just the outsourcing of services. You know, a lot of of clients have approached us uh, for further assistance and in, in understanding you know, their reporting analytics that the platform provides, you know, how to optimize recoveries, you know, how to better manage you know, collection agencies um, and understand what they can do, you know, through the platform to be more operationally efficient. So those are some of the things that we've seen uh, since the whole onset of, uh, of COVID. So Eric, as we begin to put 2020 in the rearview mirror, focus solely on 2021, what does it look like for you? And, and what, is things, uh, what do things look like moving forward? Yeah. So, so far, Tyler, you know, 2021 across the board um, has been a great year. I think we've seen a positive impact in recoveries um, for all for all clients, utility companies. I'm sure Karen and her team can attest to the same uh, with the downstream agencies. So I think so far we're off to a good start this year. Um, as I mentioned earlier, um, this year, uh, a lot of focus has been placed on active recoveries um, and understanding, you know, how to get to the account uh, understand the account before it heads to write-off. Uh, so we've seen a focus on that and also not neglecting the write-offs, but a refocus on downstream recovery strategies around write-off collections, different treatment strategies. It could be a high balance strategy or maybe you're tackling your small balance strategy. So a more focused approach um, on recovery strategy and write-off collections, uh, bankruptcies uh, on the rise. Also, we're seeing a focus on managing bankruptcies better uh, through the platform. Um, in addition to that, um, you know, other uh, areas of, of opportunity, you know, in the platform to, to better be operationally efficient. So you know, those are some of the things that we're seeing on our side. Yeah, so far it's been a great year, you know, as Eric was talking about. I mean, you have the tax season, the stimulus checks, you know, and, you know, our clients are definitely seeing a good return so far this year. I think um, what they're worried about is, you know, once they start writing off these accounts, what does it look like going into the future? And I really think, um, you know, at IC System, we need to continue to try to find new revenue streams for them and to help them reduce their bad debt and get as much money as possible for them, uh, you know, in 2021, considering 2020 was not that great of a year for those guys. So, um, you know, it's definitely one of those things that we're constantly looking to see what we can do to return more money to them. 
Kieran, one of the things that uh, that I've been thinking about just kind of throughout this conversation is whether or not there are any unique revenue streams that you would recommend for utilities clients in 2021. As you look forward, what do you think about that? Yeah, one of the unique uh, revenue streams is just their older accounts that are just sitting there. So they're not even at an agency anymore. So they've been maybe at a collection agency through their tertiary, and now they've had them in-house for like two years, just shelved the inventory because they didn't think that they could get a return. So that, you know, having all those bad accounts or shelved accounts, I should say, they're not working those accounts. That's a new revenue stream. We have uh, a trigger program that we use. We have 28 triggers. So something changes with the consumer. So it could mean that they paid off their car loan, they applied for a home equity loan, so, um, or they paid off their house. So those are the things by shelving those um, old accounts and taking them, putting them at a collection agency, something's changed with those consumers. And believe it or not, there is a lot of revenue in those older accounts. I think the, the thing that stuck out the most was their different ways, different recommendations to recover, you know, more dollars from the clients. And, you know, that's something I think it's always important to, to understand in recoveries. It's not just vanilla, you know, call and collect, demand letter, call and collect. There are different treatment strategies. So I think Karen hit the nail on the head there, just, you know, from IC system standpoint, understanding how can they better uh, collect for their client base. So Karen, how does IC system contribute to achieve collection goals? This is something we, we've talked about on the podcast a number of times, but specifically for this episode, as we discuss utilities uh, and, and that sort of thing and the challenges uh, from COVID-19, how does IC system really contribute to to achieving those goals? Yeah, you know, one thing, you know, working with DebtNext, um, you get to see those scorecards. And so, like I mentioned, is we're always competing for more market share and trying to be on top of the scorecards. So Currently, we have, you know, over 20 scorecards just in the utility vertical alone. So by gaining market share and more accounts, that definitely helps the performance for our client and and driving that. And then also we have um, our strategy and analytics department that definitely helps us to make sure that we can be very competitive on those scorecards to gain market share. And then also um, maybe get into a different tier and like I mentioned, and maybe trying to help our clients with the new revenue stream as well. And, uh, and another thing we've, we've covered on the podcast in the past, but I think is, is pertinent to this conversation is how IC system differentiates itself from other collections agencies. So uh, from your perspective, Karen, what are some of the key things that people need to know as far as what separates IC system from, from other people that work in the same area? Yeah, you know, what makes us uh, definitely different is we have a consumer survey So we have a call quality program where we score the calls and to see how our collectors are doing. And then we also have had our clients listen to the calls and score us. But now we actually have um, the consumer score us. So that definitely makes us unique. And especially through this COVID time where they were definitely concerned of, you know, should I send this to a collection agency? How are you going to handle these accounts with complaints? And so it really put our clients at ease knowing that we had this consumer survey so that they could see the results and notice that the consumers aren't saying bad things about this account being in collections. So that definitely makes us unique. Uh, We have a data warehouse as well where we can produce information very quickly for our clients and reports so they know exactly what's happening on their accounts. And we also have online tools 
And, you know, like I said, we've been around for 81 years and uh, we're not going anywhere. So we definitely uh, help our clients knowing that we're definitely a solid company. And Eric, from your perspective, what's it like? And tell me a little bit more about the partnership between DebtNext and IC System and working with the folks over at IC System. What that's, what's that like from your perspective? Yeah, as Karen mentioned, you know, one of the, the big areas of the software is the, the placement scorecard that our clients take advantage of. And um, I think IC System um, has been very uh, vocal and active uh, understanding the scorecards and communicating results uh, to the clients through their DebtNext web portal. So I, I think from that standpoint, Don, um, I know that you know they provide a lot of feedback um, on what they're seeing based on what the scorecards display. Great team to work with, very responsive. Um, and as Karen mentioned before, you know they're always looking for you know innovative ways to to recover more. And I think providing that feedback um, to the clients, um, you know, educates them and helps them understand you know how they can go the extra mile with the accounts they have placed with with IC system. Absolutely. Well, is there anything else that, that you guys would like to share here on this episode of the, of the podcast as we wrap up talking about utility companies and how they can emerge from COVID-19 and decrease their accounts receivable? Uh, anything else that, that you want to mention? Uh, Eric, let me toss it to you first, just for any closing thoughts, any closing statements or anything we haven't mentioned yet here on the podcast. Yeah, I would just say, you know, for all, all the clients out there, you know, looking at your data, I think, you know, each a uh, client has a, a unique vantage point, but you know the, really the uh, you, know, you hear a lot of you know what's the what's the secret sauce, what's the secret recipe out there to recoveries, and uh, it's in the data. And you know the DebtNext platform houses uh, the client's data, and to me that's where you know the answer to recoveries is at. So you know just getting into the data is the first first step. And Karen, final thoughts here as we wrap up this episode of the show. Yeah, you know, our clients definitely are looking at their AR and trying to figure out, you know, how can they get more collections in? And Eric was saying, look at the data, look at the accounts that you have, um, maybe adding different streams, you know, like active collections, and then looking at that warehouse piece where the accounts are, you know, just shelved and nothing's happening to those. So it definitely can be a good year for um, utilities out there. It's just kind of looking at things a little bit differently and trying different things as pilots and try to see if you can um, get that revenue in for for them as well. So that's that's definitely what we're always here about is to really help our clients along through this process because COVID definitely has been very unique out there. And, uh, you know, it's definitely trying to kind of maneuver through it. So we're getting through the end. Hopefully we're to the end of this uh, COVID soon. But until then, we uh, definitely have to continue to find different ways to, to return that money back to our clients. So. Certainly, it has been a, a disruptive and challenging time. And so um, so thank you both for, for joining the podcast today and just sharing a little bit more about um, how utilities uh, can emerge from COVID-19 and really get things back on track and get things back to normal. So Karen Jonas of IC System and Eric Port from DebtNext, thank you both so much for joining us here on the podcast today. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us, Tyler. 
Absolutely. And everyone, thank you for tuning into this episode of Closing the Books, a podcast from the collection industry experts at IC System. And thank you so much to our special guest, Eric, for joining us here on this episode. For everyone out there, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, stay up to date with the latest on the collection industry by uh, subscribing to Closing the Books on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Wherever you get your podcast these days, make sure to go and subscribe to stay up to date with the latest uh, from these experts here at IC System. And stay tuned. We'll be back soon with more episodes of the show. But until Until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for listening.